All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt and Jake here. And we just want to welcome you to part one of our continuation of a look at Nailed to the Cross. Right. So this is a continuation of our apologetic series. This one's looking at Colossians 2. And if you missed the intro, there's some interesting uh, tidbits in there that you might want to go back and take a look at. And then other than that, continuing on. Yep. So if you have not looked at uh, the differences between the two groups of people that are in Colossians, uh, we recommend you go listen to that first episode and that'll help you understand it. And also you could probably Google this information and find it as well. So correct. We didn't do anything that hadn't been told before. So part one, Colossians two. So continuing this uh, section on nailed to the cross, we often hear that Colossians two is the proof text that the law has been done away with Jake. And right. uh, they say it was nailed to the cross. What right. do you say? It's, what say you? It's nailed to the cross, so we don't have to follow the law anymore, right? But just on the face of that, how much sense does that make? I mean, so was the whole law nailed to the cross? Does that mean we can murder now? Yeah. I mean, does that, does yeah. that mean we can adulterize now mm-hmm. or were just certain laws nailed to the cross that is interesting because most people would say the ten commandments were still in place right most people aren't going to argue the, the nine commandments it, except stand. people can argue about the fourth one a lot yeah um but um but yeah no one argues that adultery is wrong or stealing is wrong so uh what is nailed to the cross what exactly yeah. is that? And I think they're implying that Sabbath keeping, the the feast keeping, and the other rules that you see, and um, they would call it the uh, ceremonial law. Yes, and they would call it bondage. And most right. of that is, it's not bondage. It's right. easy. It's the fun part. Right. And and yeah, there's some practical things you know about eating clean and unclean. But right. Yeah, I don't get the. Uh, the law is bondage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come over here and do Christmas. Yeah. But if you wanted me to do Sukkot, that would be bondage. Yes. I, yes. I guess I don't see that. Yeah, was, <laughs> I don't they they don't understand. They don't know what they're talking about. I guess. Until you experience it. And then you're like, oh, this is not bondage. Right. I guess we've been there. Yes, we have. We've been those idiots. Yes, we have. <laughs> we've been there. So what does Colossians 2 really say, Jake? Well, it really says that the law was nailed to the cross, Matt. But let's let's take a look at it kind of in in context. Did we catch those other slides? Where did it go? I think we're going to get there. Oh, okay. Let's let's get there. Okay. So but real quick here. Oh, yeah, right here it does say that. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances, Colossians 2.14. That's where that we That was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Okay. I, did say I, I forgot that we were going cross. here first. But, yes, that's that's exactly right. See, it does say that, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Nailed it to the cross. It, Nailed it, it. The ordinances which were against us and contrary to us. See, the law is against us. 
and he took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Mm. You know more, it's not illegal anymore because I did away with the law. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just like it's not, if you, if you say it's no longer illegal to smoke the marijuana, now it's, now there's no illegal smoking of the marijuana. Yes. We have too many people. <laughs> or whatever. Some people would say we have too many people in jail for things like that, so we should just make it legal and everything's okay. Right. And then that's such a slippery slope because you make that legal, then, then well, fentanyl. You know, yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's too many uh, drunk drivers on the road, and right. too many drunk drivers get in trouble. So, well, let's I don't just make want, it legal. Yeah, we can't be punishing them. Yeah, let's make yeah. it legal. Then mm-hmm. no one will be doing anything that's right. illegal. We nailed that to the cross. Right. Wait a minute. Uh, well, let's see what it's really saying. So this is Colossians 2, and we used the names of God Bible on this translation just to help it read well. Yes. And so we'll just read through the chapter, and then we'll kind of break it down because it's good to have all the context there. Uh, I want you to know how hard I worked for you, for the people of Laodicea, and for people I have never met. Because they are united in love, I work so that they may be encouraged in all the riches that come from a complete understanding of Messiah. He is the mystery of Elohim. Elohim has hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge in Messiah. I say this so that no one will mislead you with arguments that merely sound good. Although I'm absent from you physically, I'm with you in spirit. I'm happy to see how orderly you are and how firm you are your faith in Messiah is. You received uh, Yeshua Messiah, the master, so continue to live as Messiah's people. Sink your roots in him and build on him. Be strengthened by the faith that you were taught and overflow with thanksgiving. Uh, Be careful not to let anyone rob you of this faith through a shallow and misleading philosophy. Such a person follows human traditions and the world's way of doing things rather than following Messiah. Ding, ding, ding. It sounds like something we talked about in the introductory episode. about. So how does this verse 8 tie in to what we talked about in the introductory episode? Well, it was uh, they were doing this Hellenistic philosophies and stuff like that. Um, and so... And people getting caught up even in uh, Jewish-type traditions. Right. So they're being misled by philosophies. And a person following man-made or human traditions. Mm -hmm. Um, And we see Messiah talk against the following of human traditions. He says that to the Pharisees all the time. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. People think they were law followers. They were man-pleasers. They sure were. Following the traditions of men. So Colossians 2 continues. Jake, you just continue Oh, okay. All of Elohim lives in Messiah's body, and Elohim has made you complete in Messiah. Messiah is in charge of every ruler and authority. In him, you were also circumcised. It was not a circumcision performed by human hands, but it was a a removal of the corrupt nature in the circumcision performed by Messiah. This happened when you were placed in the tomb with Messiah through baptism. In baptism, you were also brought back to life with Messiah through faith in the power of Elohim, who brought him back to life. You were once dead because of your failures and your uncircumcised, corrupt nature. But Elohim made you alive with Messiah when he forgave all our failures. He did this by erasing the charges that were brought against us by the written laws Elohim had established. 
He took the charges away by nailing them to the cross. He stripped the rulers and authorities of their power and made a public spectacle of them as he celebrated his victory in Messiah. Therefore, let no one judge you because of what you eat or drink or about the observance of annual holy days, new moon festivals, or weekly worship days. These are a shadow of things to come, but the body that casts the shadow belongs to Messiah. Now, we'll get into the details of all this, but uh, just some certain things to, to look at in here is I'm seeing some odd translation things. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we'll, we'll go into detail on it later, but... Yeah. Okay, and this is how it ends up. Let no one who delights in false humility and the worship of angels, like we talked about in our intro, uh, don't let anyone who does that tell you that you don't deserve a prize. Such a person whose sinful mind fills him with arrogance gives endless details of the visions he has seen. He doesn't hold on to Messiah the head. Messiah makes the whole body grow as Elohim wants it to, through support and unity given by the joints and ligaments. If you have died with Messiah to the world's way of doing things, why do you let others tell you how to live? It is though you are still under the world's influence. People will tell you, don't handle this, don't taste or touch that. All of these things deal with objects that are only used up anyway. These things look like wisdom with their self-imposed worship, false humility, and harsh treatment of the body, but they have no value for holding back the constant desires of your corrupt nature. So in the uh, intro, we had talked about this asceticism, and this is where you'll find certain translations. We'll use that word it's here at the end, and it's this uh, uh, self-imposed harsh treatment of the body where you're denying yourself of mm-hmm. things that are actually good for you mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Yeah. So, so what does all that mean? Yeah. So Colossians 2 is really saying simply that by looking at the context in verse 4, we see he is wanting them not to be beguiled by enticing words. It's very easy to get caught up with uh, words that tickle our ears. Well, it? yeah, we, we, we that's right. We like to listen to those things. Yeah. So, People uh, uh, reiterating the things we think we already know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In verse 6, Paul is telling them to walk in Messiah. In verse 8, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Messiah. So you like to pick out this word rudiments here. Yep, so in our Galatians study, we, we ran that down and found that rudiments often are dealing with earth, wind, and fire. And this belief, uh, you know, the, this uh, Hellenistic belief they worshipped these elements, and um, they believed there were spiritual things behind them, and they were like idols to them. Right. So, so it's that uh, rudiments is kind of like the elements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we see he's warning them that men will come with false teachings, and Paul is telling them not to be deceived and not to follow after these traditions of men. Right. So he's very clear what he's... Uh, uh, confronting here. He's not saying he's confronting the old teachings of the old part of the book. Right. The front of the book. He's not confronting Moses. He's confronting the traditions of men. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will say that, uh, you know, 
the law was man's thing, but who gave the law? It was Yah, right? Mm -hmm. So our question is, what is the alternative to the traditions of men? And we have an answer. And what is this answer? It's Yahweh's traditions. And you can see this in Matthew 15, verse 3, where he says, You transgress Yahweh's commandments by your traditions. And then again in Matthew 15, verse 9, But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. I see a connection. Hmm. He used almost the same words. Almost the exact same thing here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is this too shows you, when you read Matthew 15 in context, the Pharisees were not law keepers. Right. That twists people around. Yeah, yeah. They thought they were keeping the law, but they were really just keeping a man-made religion. Right. And then Colossians 2.10, Paul makes an important point that seems to get missed. Only five verses later, Messiah is head over all the principalities and powers. We're going to return to this in part two in a minute. Right, yeah, you'll see that uh, in the next installment where we'll get into why that's important. So that uh, comes to the end of part one of Nailed to the Cross. Right, so this is, again, another installment in our apologetic series looking at Colossians chapter 2. Um, and we hope that uh, you find this useful, share it with others, and uh, and uh, we'll see you on the next installment, which will be called what? Part two. Part two. Right. <laughs> so, so we appreciate you taking time to listen to Sabbath Lounge. And uh, this is Matt and, and Jake here signing off.